School of Sheen podcast. The School of Sheen podcast is a Perusia podcast series where we join Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen expert Alan Smith to take a look at the writings and wisdom of Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen with host Matthew Herman Tay. In this, our official launch of the School of Sheen podcast, we get to know a little about Alan Smith and the venerable Fulton J. Sheen and prepare for the Lenten Pilgrimage 2022, in which we plan to look at the seven last words from the cross through the wisdom of the venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. The School of Sheen podcast is recorded online with a live audience in Perusia world. To be part of the live online audience during these recordings and to interact in the live member-only Q&A sessions that follow, please join us in Perusia world by visiting perusiamedia.com and clicking on Perusia world for all the information on how to join. Perusia podcast is produced in partnership with EWTN Asia Pacific and Voice of Charity Radio Australia. Welcome to the School of Sheen podcast. My name is Matthew Herman Taig, and joining me today is our Sheen episode, a good friend of Perusia and well-known and loved friend to Perusia world, Mr. Alan Smith. How are you today, Alan? Matthew, I'm doing very well, and uh, boy, I'm getting ready for the Lenten season. I know it's just a few weeks away, but, um, you know, there's an old saying they say, um, what if you fail to plan, then plan to fail. Mm. Um, well, I don't want to fail this Lent. I want to have success. So uh, I have a plan in place, and I want to share that plan with uh, our participants at Perusia World. And so I'm uh, looking forward to having uh, a Lent like no other. And uh, so again, who better to guide us through Lent than the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen? Yes, and uh, whilst uh, this is actually the, the very first uh, School of Sheen podcast episode that many people will be listening to, we've actually already started the School of Sheen uh, podcast and we've filmed four episodes already, uh, but this is the one that's going to be scheduled for first release. So this is really episode zero. Uh, let's call it episode zero, but also our Lenten preparation episode. And then during Lent, we'll be releasing some of the School of Sheen uh, podcast episodes. So I suppose we should start by telling people what the, the School of Sheen podcast is all about. Uh, what would you say, Alan? What's it all about? Well, I'd like to say that Fulton Sheen wrote 66 books. Uh, he spent uh, 20 years on radio. He spent a number of years in front of a television camera. Uh, and for 30 years, he wrote a weekly newspaper column. And so the body of work of uh, Fulton Sheen's writings is quite extensive. And uh, I think this is why we developed what we call the School of Sheen, because uh, there is a lot of material. And uh, what we hope to do um, with each podcast is to unpackage some of Sheen's wit and wisdom. Uh, we've been gifting, of course, uh, Fulton Sheen's wisdom to uh, the Perusia family. We've actually helped to republish a number of his lost works. And um, I think people ask me all the time of these 66 books he wrote and these 20 years of radio transcripts, are they available to the general public? And uh, sadly, many of them have gone, we call them lost works. Uh, but uh, with my efforts, well, along with a few other good souls, we've been able to revive and uh, 
reintroduce these uh, lost works uh, to the public. So um, we're happy to be able to share those once again here at the School of Sheen podcast. So um, again, if Sheen wrote it, we want to talk about it. <laughs> and uh, again, that's what we're doing uh, each month here at the School of Sheen. Would it be fair to say that we've essentially created a, a Fulton J. Sheen book club? You could say that. You could say that. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I think we'll, you, you never tire reading Fulton Sheen. This mm. is what I find is that um, he spoke uh, to the day. And, um, mm. you know, people that are coming across his works now, uh, they say, you know, I know he penned this, this article on government in 1947, but it's like he's talking to the government today. Um, I know he wrote another one of his uh, classic books on the mass in 1936, but it's like he's talking to us today. And so uh, this is what Fulton Sheen does. I mean, truth is, um, it's contagious and it's still in season, uh, century after century after century. And of course the wisdom of the saints um, is, is very uh, timely. We need to hear from the saints. And I think Fulton Sheen, even though the church hasn't officially declared him a saint, I think many of us would agree he is a saint. Yes, absolutely. And, and can be prayed to now as well, I believe. Yes, uh, the church mm -hmm. has declared him venerable. Uh, and with that title alone that he received in the year 2012, um, it's, again, to venerate. That's worthy of imitation. Mm -hmm. And uh, the church has approved all of his writings. And this is where I um, speak with confidence. People always say, you know, um, is his books, um, are there any errors in his books? Do you, have you found any fault? And I said, well, you know, the church has done the heavy lifting for me uh, because when Fulton Sheen um, was in the process of uh, being what they call scrutinized and uh, the Vatican was looking at his works and uh, the good folks in Peoria, Illinois, which uh, sponsor his cause, uh, they put every one of his books into a crate and shipped it off to the Vatican for the theologians to look at the books. And now, uh, again, it took them a number of years to go through those writings, but uh, they came back with the, I like to say, stamp of approval and that there was no error um, in those books. And so I like to say these are church approved books. And so um, uh, you don't have to worry. I mean, you can trust the source. And uh, I think that's, what, that's just very reassuring for a lot of people today because they're, they're a little bit nervous sometimes about some writers to say, um, you know, is everything okay here? You know? So uh, again, these are church approved books. That's excellent. Um, and uh, we, we will be finding out more about Fulton J. Sheen in episode one, but uh, we're also gonna find out a little bit more about you, Alan Smith. Uh, for viewers today, however, uh, can we have the, uh, the Alan Smith story in a nutshell and, and how you discovered Sheen? All right. Well, um, <laughs> it can be a long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. Um, you know, I am a Canadian. I, of course, um, uh, married for uh, 37 years to a beautiful wife. My name, my wife, uh, Isabel, and uh, we have three adult children and so um, and five grandchildren. But, um, you know, I'd like to say I grew up in a small Catholic family of 12 children, um, a very musical family. We sang for our supper. It was very animated and the faith was celebrated in my family. And uh, again, that carried on into my adult years. And so um, I am a man of trade. Uh, people know me as a plumber, pipe fitter. 
uh, and some people call me the pipe padre because of my uh, work in the church and of course uh, being a man of trade but um, again Fulton Sheen came to me later in my life um, I was 48 years old when I was first introduced to the writings of Archbishop Sheen, and it was through an accident, or um, I want to say a God incident, where uh, my wife and I were dropping one of our daughters off to a small Catholic college. And uh, I was uh, getting my daughter settled away into the dormitory and making sure that she was in good protective custody, like any good father would for his daughter. And uh, my good wife was in the library, kind of looking through the books that, um, you know, the students would be reading. And uh, there was a little box of free books. And uh, when my wife saw the little tag that said free books, she had naturally gravitated to that. And uh, there she picked up a couple of Bishop Sheen books. And uh, so we were driving home and uh, my good wife was showing me some of her uh, newfound treasures. And I said, wow, wow, Bishop Sheen, who's he? And I really didn't know anything about him. And she said, well, let me read some of his writings to you. And I remember she opened that book up. It was a book called Peace of Soul, uh, a book he penned in 1949. And the very first lines of that book were, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. And when I heard that line, I said, who speaks in that language anymore? Unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. I tell you, Fulton Sheen had my attention because, you know, I grew up in a, a very, I like to say, a more of a charismatic uh, environment as a young person. And um, uh, my parents were involved with the renewal and um, and of course, many of my friends were evangelicals, and we love talking about going out and saving souls and, um, you know, bringing souls to Christ. And so uh, that kind of that missionary zeal, it really appealed to me. And then I found out that, you know, Fulton Sheen was the head of a missionary society. And for 16 years, he was the head of the Pontifical Mission Society. And of course, he had this work of just bringing souls to Christ and sharing the faith. And so um, again, this introduction to Fulton Sheen, uh, when I was 48 years old, got, my, got me on a, a journey to just kind of um, find out more. And so uh, after reading that first book with my good wife, I ventured off into some of, other, some of, other, some of the, the other books that Fulton Sheen penned. And um, there was a book called Victory Over Vice. It was a, a book that he penned in 1939. And it was Sheen's way of explaining that the seven deadly sins, uh, there is an antidote to the seven deadly sins, and it's called the seven last words of Christ. And uh, I tell you, after reading that book, I was uh, very much uh, convinced that uh, this is a man that could be trusted. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like week after week, I was consuming another Bishop Sheen book, and another Bishop Sheen book, and another Bishop Sheen book. And before I knew it, I'd read 26 of his books. And uh, I just thought, you know what, I think the world needs to um, fall in love with Fulton Sheen, because I'm really uh, being converted, I'd like to say. And, you know, some people talk about a reversion. Um, I just like to say I was being catechized once again. And so, um, you know, I was just so happy to have met this new friend in Fulton Sheen. And so, um, again, People who know me know that I've been uh, a radio host in Canada for a number of years. I host a, a weekly uh, radio show uh, on the Holy Rosary, uh, a little Catholic hour uh, show where we share the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, the Rosary, and different Ma Marian devotions. 
And I went to my station manager and said if I could replace some old Bishop Sheen recordings, because I was able to find a number of his old talks and they were available. And so we secured the rights and we started to share Bishop Sheen on the radio. And the next thing you know, um, many stations were calling me to, um, you kind of have a syndicated show. And we started to share uh, Bishop Sheen on the radio in Canada and it started to spread. And so the next thing you know, here we are, uh, you know, 10 years later, I'm um, still sharing Bishop Sheen on the radio, still writing books, still um, being uh, what I call just an ambassador for uh, Sheen's writings. And so um, I've been a blessed man. And so again, um, again, we can make the story longer, but you'll see here that uh, you can just say, I enjoy sharing my joy, which is the joy of Fulton Sheen. So uh, again, there you go. Yeah, and it's it, yeah, it's always an honor to talk to you, and uh, and I personally uh, want to thank you for sharing uh, your own wisdom, um, a wisdom that has clearly been been honed and sharpened over the years by uh, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Uh, you've already mentioned that some of Sheen's works were lost, um, and uh, I I understand that you've gone through a, a lot of effort uh, to bring some of those works back into print, Alan. Can you take us through that process? Right. Well, you know, again, and during this uh, journey of sharing uh, Archbishop Sheen, uh, two things happened to me that were quite unique. I, I remember um, reading about Fulton Sheen's love for the holy hour. And I started to practice this beautiful devotion of spending an hour each day with our Lord in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And, you know, I started to have what I call these conversations with God. You, you sit in his presence and uh, you talk about things. And, um, you know, I think sometimes uh, we have these little interior voices that we hear from time to time. And um, I kind of um, sense that, um, you know, Fulton Sheen was just asking me to share um, his messages with seminarians. Um, and I thought, you know, that's kind of an odd request. And uh, because remember, I'm a plumber, I'm a man of trade. And so, uh, but I felt this real strong prompting to uh, somehow get involved with seminarians and to share Bishop Sheen's writings with these seminarians. And so I just took that uh, to heart and I phoned the local seminary and I said, you know, I'm a radio host and, um, you know, I have a devotion to Fulton Sheen. May I come to the seminary? to um, present to the seminarian some Fulton Sheen's writings. And of course the seminary said yes. And I went there in my work truck, of course, um, you know, ladders on there and everything, but I had purchased some Bishop Sheen books to gift to the seminarians. And I said to the good Lord, I said, Lord, I need a sign that this is really of you. It's not me trying to be somebody that I'm not. Um, I just need you to send me a sign that this is, I'm on the right track. And uh, sure enough, when I got to the seminary door, I was greeted by a seminarian who kind of gave me uh, what I call a young person's welcome. Uh, it was simply, who are you? <laughs> you know, and, and I kind of was taken back and I just said, well, and I, so I addressed the young man and I said, you know, my name's Al Smith and I'm here to give a presentation on Fulton Sheen to the seminarians. Um, you know, I, I know mass is at um, five o'clock and then we're going to have supper. Could you show me where I need to go? And then all of a sudden this young man says to me, he goes, Mr. Smith, I have to tell you a true story. He says, I was 18 years old and I had just graduated from high school and I was a little bit of a lost soul. And uh, again, I went to church one day and one of the nice ladies at church 
gave me a book penned by Fulton Sheen entitled The Priest is Not His Own. He says, I read that book, The Priest is Not His Own. And after putting that book down, I realized God was calling me to be a priest. And he says, so I'm now here at the seminary. I'm in my fifth year and I have 40 of his books up here in my dormitory. Welcome to the seminary. And so I knew by that sign that I was to be there at the seminary with those young men sharing the wisdom of Fulton Sheen. And uh, as I started to research Fulton Sheen's life, he spent the last 10 years of his life just giving priestly retreats. He knew that the key to the renovation of the church and the salvation of souls was to renew the priesthood. And so I made that my mission too, that I wanted to renew the priesthood, to pour a little bit of time and energy into seminarians to help make them become the next Fulton Sheen. And I think this is, was a very important move on my part. And it's uh, paid big dividends. Many people say, wow, these new crop of priests, they are talking about Fulton Sheen and sharing about the holy hour and uh, these different devotions. And so, um, you know, I can't take any credit for that, but I just know that that was uh, something that we all need to do is to pull these seminarians aside and out of great love and charity, give them the wisdom of the saints to help form them. So um, that uh, little project uh, extended to where I then spoke, not only at that seminary, but all five major seminaries across Canada and have met seminarians all over North America. So, um, and then that, that little act got the attention of uh, Bishop Daniel Jenke, who is the Bishop of Peoria. And then he invited me to sit on the board of directors uh, for the canonization of Fulton Sheen. And so I've uh, been uh, dealing with Vatican officials and uh, church hierarchy for quite some time. And so, uh, again, I'm still pinching myself in that uh, this pipe fitter from Canada is uh, hanging out with cardinals, bishops, and uh, the like, uh, working for the cause of Archbishop Sheen's canonization. So uh, two little side stories for you. But uh, again, our God is a show off. He really is. And um, uh, he makes me laugh every day, every day. <laughs> Indeed. And, and you'll be pleased to know, too, that uh, I was speaking to uh, two gentlemen who are starting seminary this year. And both of them were very aware of uh, Fulton Sheen. And uh, when I mentioned my friendship and partnership with you, they, they were very excited. And so they, they hope that someday, once the craziness all settles down, that uh, we might be able to get you out here, which is something we will definitely work towards. Uh, now, as we know, um, it's the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. So we know that Fulton Sheen was a deacon, a priest and a bishop. And so he would have had uh, a very busy Lenten and Easter period. But as I understand it, Fulton Sheen had a, a rather special way of uh, preparing for the Easter season during Lent. Tell us about that, Alan. Right. Well, I think people who follow Fulton Sheen, um, I always point to his very last Good Friday address. Um, it was 1979. And many people have seen this video on the internet. It's called His Last Words. And Fulton Sheen um, was known as uh, the Good Friday, um, I want to say master almost in a way, in that every year people would line up in the thousands to hear his Good Friday addresses. And during this very last address, he said, I want to remind everyone that this is the 58th consecutive year that I have preached about Christ, his uh, crucifixion, 
his death, his resurrection, uh, 58 consecutive years. And now he joked and he says, I began when I was four, <laughs> but um, you know, he didn't, he began of course as a young priest, but for someone to speak for 58 consecutive years on a topic that was near and dear to him, um, he had something to say. And of course uh, he would say that uh, the seven last words of Christ is one of the greatest sermons ever told. Yes, there is that famous sermon of the Mount and many of us know that as the Beatitudes, but there was another sermon from the Mount and it was that sermon from Mount Calvary. And uh, Fulton Sheen wanted to remind us of that great sermon and those beautiful words, Father forgive them for they know not what they do. This day you'll be with me in paradise. Woman behold your son and to the apostle love behold your mother. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I thirst, it is finished, and Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Uh, these are the seven last words, but contained in those seven last words are just, uh, just a treasury of uh, spiritual insights, uh, words that we can take to heart, and uh, they are the words of a dying man. And uh, again, these uh, last moments of anybody's life are so important and have great meaning. And of course, Fulton Sheen unpackaged those seven last words to an audience each and every year. And um, when you start to study his work, you realize he wrote on different themes uh, with each year, but of course tied everything into the seven last words. And so, um, you know, I started to see that pattern as I started to read his works. And uh, with that in mind, I thought, you know what? I think it would be great to just put this into one collection so that people would have a beautiful Lenten read, uh, something that they could, um, you know, look at and get to know the seven last words more intimately, but um, have some life lessons of how to practice the virtue, um, how to turn away from the seven deadly sins, um, how to fall in love with the Blessed Virgin Mary more, um, you know, how to practice the Beatitudes, like all of these things that I think we, um, you know, in our spiritual journey say, you know, I need to work on some of these areas and um, maybe Lent's a good time to do that. And so uh, this is what I found is that uh, we all need a little bit of help and Lent is a good time to get some help and to uh, practice uh, what our Lord preached. And of course, that was the seven last words. So who better to go to than Archbishop Sheen? Wonderful. And the School of Sheen podcast being a, a Sheen book club, what we do is we ask uh, our participants uh, to read one book per month. And we are actually filming this with a live audience via Zoom in Perusia World. So if you want to get in on the live audience and be part of the live Q&A after these recording sessions, join us in Perusia World. Just go to the Perusia website, perusiamedia.com, click on the tab that says Perusia World to find out how to join us. And uh, for all of those of you who found it difficult uh, to join Perusia World for whatever reasons, know that your cries have been heard and we are going to run Perusia World tech support sessions for you so that we can help you sign up and help you navigate around Perusia World. So look out for those Zoom links as well. So one book a month, you read it, you come and join us in the, in the live recording, and then you've got Alan Smith, a Sheen expert, to be able to pepper with questions uh, afterwards. But of course, this is the preparation for Lent, and we're doing something a little bit different in Lent. Alan, we're actually asking people to read nine books by Fulton J. Sheen, aren't we? 
Yes, yes. And, you know, I think this is what I'm finding is that there is a lot of time in Lent. And, you know, some people say, well, you know, uh, Lent, it's probably, what is it, 40 days, 45 days, if you include the Sundays, or um, it is a 54 days with the octave of Easter, and they just go, um, let's just say it's a good block of time. And so there's no excuses, you have time, and you can make time to um, do some spiritual reading. And this is what we're going to ask people to do is if you would just carve out 20 minutes a day, just 20 minutes for spiritual reading, you can cover this book from the first page to the very last page and just have a Lent like uh, no other. And we've done this now since 2018. We've been sharing uh, this collection of Sheen's writings. And so um, year after year, people, uh, you know, sign up, they download uh, a Lenten reading guide and it spells out day one, day two, day three. Uh, again, the theme of the talk and the page numbers where you can find uh, the suggested reading. And so uh, we make it easy, but all you have to do is just commit to that 20 minutes a day during the season of Lent to do that spiritual reading. And, um, you know, what's really neat is that um, we would just take you on this journey where we'll kind of go through um, each lesson plan. So, you know, for seven days, we'll tackle the seven deadly sins and how to overcome those seven deadly sins. Um, then for another seven days, we'll uh, practice the seven virtues and uh, give you some uh, timely tips on how to incorporate the virtues into your life. And we'll do the same thing with the Beatitudes. And uh, uh, I love there's a, a seven day program we call of how to deal with difficult people. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think there's always a couple difficult people in every one of our lives. And so uh, we sometimes call them the know-it-alls and, um, you know, other people call them the sensationalists. They want a faith that's, um, you know, exciting. And if it doesn't go pizzazz, they don't want anything to do with it. But um, you know, again, these are all the resistance that, that come on and, um, you know, it, it happens. So Fulton Sheen will coach us in how to deal with difficult people. And, you know, so again, every week there's going to be a theme that we'll tackle. And uh, of course, you'll just uh, be taught by the master. And that's what mm. I love about Fulton Sheen is that he speaks at a level that we all can understand. And of course, he brings in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into the conversation. And uh, that's what I love. And so um, before you know it, Lent will be over and you'll have done, completed the book cover to cover. And uh, again, there's nine books in this book. And so we'll get all nine books done during the season of Lent and the octave of Easter. And uh, you will be a better person for it, trust me. <laughs> and uh, you, wanna, you wanna do this, um, you know, um, even when Lent is over. I, I have people that send me pictures and excuse <coughs> send me pictures uh, of um, the book by their bedside, just saying, you know, I still keep reading this uh, as my nighttime read um, to uh, just think of our Lord. And, you know, I say to people, um, people who know of Fulton Sheen's lifestyle, um, he had a beautiful private chapel. And of course he spent a great deal of time with the blessed sacrament, but he had this large five foot tall crucifix at the foot of his bed. And so every morning we, he would wake up, the first thing he would see is our blessed Lord on the cross. And every time before he uh, went to bed, you know, the last thing he would see would be our blessed Lord on the cross. And so we had the cross before him. And of course, uh, unless we preach Christ and him crucified, um, you know, that's very important. And I think this is 
what he did, he set up an environment for success. And the more that we can ponder the great mystery of the cross, uh, the more we'll realize just how much God loves us. And so uh, you will fall in love with the cross and what our Lord said from the cross, um, you know, through this season of Lent. And of course, you've been talking about the, uh, the book um, I'm holding here, um, the nine books in uh, eight volumes uh, that we're talking about here. And these are obviously currently available on the Perusia website, but you've actually put all nine of these books into a single volume anthology, haven't you, Alan? So yes. you have a copy yeah. of it there. Yeah, I'll hold it up for people who are watching on the screen here and you'll see uh, we've titled this book, The Seven Last Words of Christ Explained, uh, because this is what Fulton Sheen does so beautifully. He explains the seven last words, and it's uh, 499 pages, and um, again, just um, nicely laid out in different themes. Um, uh, you'll find that you could read this book two ways. Um, some people, of course, just follow the reading guide, uh, but for those who just want to use this possibly as a retreat book, um, there are nine chapters, um, sorry, there are nine, um, you know, books in, the, in this uh, collection, but the, there is a theme of each one of the seven last words. And so you will say, if you want to just study the word, I thirst, uh, I think of Mother Teresa and how she loved meditating on the words, I thirst. Well, you can look at the word, I thirst, nine different ways. You can look at it uh, through the lens of the Our Father. You could look at it through the lens of one of the seven deadly sins. Of course, uh, Sheen deals with the sin of gluttony when he uh, meditates on the word I thirst and how our Lord is thirsting for a relationship with us, yet we're thirsting for the world and other things, it seems. So uh, again, you could look at the word I thirst nine different ways if you wish to, or you could read all nine books um, in a very systematic way by reading, say, for example, you wanted to read the book, The Seven Virtues, well, then you would read the sixth meditation in each one of the chapters, and you could read a whole book, um, you know, from cover to cover. So there's different ways to read the book, uh, but generally what I try to take people on is just a, a journey with themes each week. Um, I love it just, just to say, you know, we're going to spend a couple days unpackaging the Our Father in the Seven Last Words. We're going to spend a few days unpackaging, you know, the seven virtues and the seven last words. So uh, this is what I find works well. I think when a teacher teaches you in school, they like to keep things into modules or components. And so we'll keep you in these different modules that'll keep you going. And so uh, that's what we'll do. But, um, you know, Matthew had made mention, you had asked me a question earlier and I didn't answer it for you, but uh, we talked about some of these lost works and I like to say to people that in this book, the seven last words of Christ explained are three books that hadn't seen the light of day in almost 80 years. Um, a book that he penned, of course, uh, in 1930, uh, it was 1938, I believe. Um, sometimes I get a little lost, but it was called The Rainbow of Sorrows. And it was a book where Sheen unpackaged uh, Why There's Pain why there's unjust suffering. And, um, you know, I think it didn't get republished because who wants to read about pain and unjust suffering? But today when we are just facing so much pain and unjust suffering, now we want to know why. And of course, Fulton Sheen um, 
answers the why. And I think this is why that's such a refreshing book to read once again, called The Rainbow of Sorrows. And um, again, it is touching the lives of many. And uh, many people have bought the book just by itself, uh, because it just speaks to understanding why there's pain and suffering. And so, and he gives us uh, advice how to cope with it and how to unite our sufferings to Christ and to the Blessed Virgin Mary's suffering. So uh, just a beautiful read. So that book. And then uh, 1940, he penned the book, The Seven Virtues. And you'd always think, you know, why did that book never get republished? Well, not a lot of people want to practice the virtues. You know, it's kind of like they don't want to become saints. You know, it's not like it's like sign me up, you know. Um, and so, unfortunately, it sat for many years and no one ever republished the seven virtues uh, that Sheen penned in 1940. And so we were able to uh, reintroduce that book once again. And so it has uh, been a welcome addition in many libraries. And then in 1944, Sheen penned a book. Um, called The Seven Words to the Cross. And uh, he talks about these different groups of people that were at the foot of the cross. And uh, they were the ones that were um, taunting our Lord. Um, people like the humanist, uh, the intelligentsia, the know-it-alls, the sensationalist, uh, the thinkers. These are these groups of individuals. Well, nobody wants to talk about the intelligentsia until now. Now everybody wants to talk about the humanist and intelligentsia because now they start to see how evil has pervaded the world and that these um, groups of people are causing a lot of the trouble today. And so uh, now it's in fashion. So we were uh, so pleased to um, reintroduce that book onto the marketplace again too. So uh, again, these lost works that just happen to be um, part of the treasury of the seven last words of Christ explained. So um, again, God is good. And so I think this is what, um, you know, as we met as a group um, of people trying to help with the cause of Archbishop Sheen's canonization, uh, Father Andrew Apostoli, many people know him from uh, EWTM fame and uh, God rest his soul. He went to be with the Lord a few years ago. I remember him sitting down with us and saying, you know, it's very important that we never let Archbishop Sheen's voice go silent and that we never let his books uh, go unread. And so uh, do as much as you can to keep his voice on social media, on the radio, on television, and to keep his books in distribution. And so I've taken this uh, charge very seriously and I do everything I can to try to make sure that his books are being republished and that his um, wisdom is still being seen on the screen and, and listened to on podcast and uh, different presentations. So uh, we're doing what we can. And of course, the website that I set up a little while ago, uh, back in 2012, it's simply called bishopsheentoday.com because we need Bishop Sheen today. And uh, there, if you ever visit the website, you'll find hundreds of videos. Um, again, many audio recordings, a list of books. And again, it's uh, thrifty, thrifty, thrifty minded. <laughs> Everything's free. So it's kind of like if you want to watch Sheen for hours, please visit the website and watch his videos. You'll be glad you did. So uh, again, we're, we're grateful to uh, the million people that visit every year this website. Uh, we have a little counter that counts the traffic that comes into the website. And over a million people each year visit bishopsheentoday.com. And so um, we had this idea over 10 years ago, it seemed, and um, 
they keep coming back and coming back and coming back because again, Fulton Sheen uh, impresses um, time and time again. So uh, again, thank you for letting me give that little shameless plug, but uh, I think it needed to be done. So. Oh, ab absolutely. So it's bishopsheentoday.com. And of course, that's where you can buy um, all of these, uh, these books that are part of our, our, our readings for the season of Lent for this year. And you can also buy the anthology there. And uh, obviously, we have these books already on the shelves at uh, Perusia. And uh, we should also, by the time this podcast is released, be able to take pre-orders for the anthology. So if you've already got a couple of Sheen books, you can buy the individuals to make up the rest of the collection, or you can get a hold of the full um, anthology, and that will be available in Australia and New Zealand uh, by the time Lent begins. And as I understand it, Alan, uh, you also have uh, this other little uh, distributor called uh, Amazon. Is that correct? Right. Yes. Uh, Amazon has petitioned me to uh, carry some of these books and we, we, we said yes. So we let Amazon carry these books and uh, uh, they've been doing a pretty good job. <laughs> you know, they have this uh, worldwide distribution thing uh, that lets it, um, you know, be sold in uh, the UK and Ireland, Italy, uh, France, of course, America, and uh, even Australia. I they sell there so um no, if so you're in australia new zealand please go to perusiamedia.com yes. and click on the store to get your sheen books not right. that little yeah. distributor I, called amazon and i will tell you that um i checked the pricing and you know i don't know what it is but um in australia um the paper cost to make books is quite high and uh, even when you check the american price versus the australian price um you'll find that the uh, Amazon price and the Perusia price is very similar, um, um, only within a dollar. So it's not like there's a big difference there. And so uh, many people, thanks be to God, are supporting Perusia and um, uh, doing a little price shopping. They're, they're entitled, but um, you'll notice that um, things are very competitive there. And um, so uh, anyway, but uh, like I say, it is available on a worldwide uh, basis. And, you know, at the, at the website, bishopsheentoday.com, we actually have the uh, downloadable um, reading guide there. We also are, have posted the reading guide to the Perusia World website too. And so, um, you know, we encourage people to download and have a file uh, so that you have something to reference. And um, if you lose your reference guides, you can always go onto the website bishopsheentoday.com and you'll see the reading guide there too. So um, we, we never want you to lose your place and um, don't be upset if you ever get behind. Um, you can play catch up, but even after Lent's over, you can make up for any days that you didn't read, but um, you, you'll be surprised. You may even want to jump ahead and read more than uh, the daily quota. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that good. It's that good. So uh, anyway, but so uh, if no, you're, if you're interested in, in joining um, Alan Smith, myself, uh, all of the Perusia team, all of the team at Bishop Sheen today for the Lenten pilgrimage for this year, 2022, uh, go to the perusiamedia.com um, uh, website and uh, you'll see there the landing page for the Lenten pilgrimage 2022 and you'll have all the information. You'll be able to download the reading guide, which you can also get at Bishop Sheen today. And of course, uh, if you want to get involved in the live events, you'll need to join us in Perusia World. And as I said, if you're struggling to do that, we're going we're gonna to send out some Zoom links so that you can come and join us for a, a little bit of tech support. So there will be lots of live events during the Lenten uh, pilgrimage 2022, but you will get a daily 
daily video release from our friend and sheen expert alan smith here uh, so there'll be a, a video that you can watch each day as well as the reading and then you'll be able to catch up with alan and myself at least once a week uh, to discuss uh, what we've been reading we are going to run a live novena with um, rosary during the Lenten pilgrimage uh, leading up to the Feast of St. Joseph as well. And uh, we will probably run another novena, uh, which will be live and include the rosary during the uh, during Eastertide as well, the Easter season. So there's uh, there's lots uh, lots happening, lots of activity and uh, and lots of, uh, of live events. So look out for all of that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, Alan. How about you? Well, you know, I have to practice what I preach. And so, um, you know, I've been putting together these anthologies and, um, you know, uh, of course, I practice what I preached uh, during the Advent pilgrimage. And we went through the book, Lord, Teach Us to Pray. And so we proved that we can, if we focus, we can get it done. And so uh, we went from cover to cover during the season of Advent and we went through Sheen's writings on prayer. So it was beautiful. And I think if we're committed, uh, we will of course, uh, go through these writings on the seven last words, um, you know, over this beautiful uh, time. And, you know, before you know it, Lent will be over and we'll be then saying, what is the next celebration? And so, uh, and that's what they say, time flies. It really does. It really does. But no, I want to practice what I preach. I love doing what I say, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know what they say, do what I say, not what I do. Well, I want, if I'm going to say to you, read Sheen for Lent, I'm going to read Sheen for Lent. So uh, again, that's what we'll be doing. And, you know, we're going to have our, uh, you know, once a week, have a get together and we'll pray together and we'll kind of go through the week in review. And, uh, you know, I can kind of give some insights into what Sheen was saying on his Catholic Hour radio shows at the time. And, um, you know, many of these reflections in this book um, are his Catholic Hour retreats, um, his Catholic Hour presentations. And, you know, I think this is what was so beautiful about Fulton Sheen is that um, every week he went into the radio studio, uh, knowing that he had a new parish audience of four to five million people. And he took that time seriously. He was trying to catechize people. And uh, again, he knew he had an attentive audience uh, in both Catholics and Protestants alike. And so um, again, these are great catechesis. When you read through um, you know, these reflections, you'll go thought out, um, caring, tied into scripture. Um, again, he is a university professor at the Catholic University of America. And he was taking his notes from you know, the school, and then, of course, modifying them to a, a level that everyone could understand. And, of course, he was teaching over the airwaves. And so, um, again, these are just beautiful presentations. And people who have um, looked at them, they say, you know, these are perfect talks. They have a beautiful beginning, a middle, and an ending. Uh, of course, leaves you with food for thought uh, with each presentation. So, um, again, a skill like second to none. So, uh, you will fall in love with just his writing style and his clarity. And uh, I tell you, um, many people will attest to this. And so, um, uh, again, thanks for everybody for joining. And again, uh, we hope to have hundreds uh, join us throughout the pilgrimage. And uh, like I say, it is a time for prayer and study. And uh, we will be doing both together. Yeah, excellent. And yeah, it is going to be a, a wonderful um, spiritual Lent uh, this year for, for 2022. 
uh, we're going to receive uh, lots of uh, lots of wisdom, lots of spiritual nuggets of gold uh, there throughout Lent. Um, and of course, we're going to have that communion in Perusia world. We're going to have lots of fellowship and and the, the similar sort of stuff to what we've done uh, with pilgrimages in the past. So lots to look forward to. And as I say, if you are struggling with the technology, uh, fear not. I'm going to I'm going to do my best to help you sign up and to help you navigate your way around Perusia world. So so look out for that um, join the um, the email list uh, for Perusia um, and you'll be sure of getting those zoom links that are going to help you get into the community Perusia world which has been set up for catechesis edification and communion community so that's what it's all about and of course uh, Alan Smith and myself are there regularly uh, uh, in Perusia world so it should be lots of fun well that's about it I it from us today, Alan. So um, final words from you today. Well, I, I think of the words that I spoke of when I read my first Fulton Sheen book, those words, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Um, let's take uh, this Lent kind of a little bit more seriously than other Lents in that we take interest in our souls and the souls of our family members and our friends that we too, like Fulton Sheen, have that, want to say that battle cry or that anthem that we say, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Let's, let's go out and try to save souls, but especially our own. So um, let us make it our intention to um, work on our soul. And uh, I think sometimes we just go through the motions in Lent. And so let's not fall into that trap. Let's each daily be intentional to say, I want to improve my soul. And uh, how I'm going to do that is meditate on this great love story of our Lord on the cross and what he said to us from the cross. And it's that beautiful, the greatest sermon ever told, uh, the seven last words. And so um, as Fulton Sheen said, uh, there's no better preacher than the dying Christ. And there's no better sermon than the seven last words. So uh, again, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Let that be our motto for the season of Lent. Amen. And uh, as always, Alan, I'm hoping that you can spare a little more of your precious time. Thank you for your time today, but I'm hoping you can give us a little more because I'm sure our live participants would love to say hello. Can you hang around for a bit? I can. I can. Excellent. Thank you all those for, for listening. Do come and join us. Go to the Perusia website, sign up to the email, sign up to the pilgrimage, join us in Perusia world. And may I hope and pray that God blesses you all richly during this season of, of Lent uh, through the intercession of the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Perusia podcast. If you've enjoyed these podcasts, please share with your family and friends. And for more information about everything Perusia, please visit our website at perusiamedia.com.